What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast, but you know what we gotta do first. We gotta talk about things that generate revenue. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon, home of exclusive content from yours truly, Matt Slayer. Not just in Now We Drink stuff, other random video projects, gaming stuff. So check it out today at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. It's the only thing that's generating revenue for the podcast at the moment, so every little bit helps, even if you sign up for only $3 a month, which is less than 10 cents a day. Wouldn't you just give me a dime a day if I saw you? So do me a solid. Sign up for the Patreon today. Your help will be appreciated a ton. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. That's right at twitch.tv slash Slayer. We are streaming multiple nights a week. On Thursdays, we do community game nights. So come join the Discord. Come be a member of the community and play some games with me and the rest of the community. And if you have Amazon Prime, throw me a Twitch sub. Last but not least, we have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash and now we drink. I'm finally not neglecting it. After years of having it, I'm actually regularly adding content to the YouTube channel. So check out exclusive clips. The video versions are slowly getting moved over there. Throw me a subscription there. That absolutely costs you nothing. Appreciate the hell out of all you. Let's get on with the show. My guest this week is adult performer Courtney Ray. Courtney's been in the business for a couple of years. Courtney's a real interesting chick. She was a firefighter before she got into the biz. She has a huge, huge love for 80s hair metal. And, you know, during the course of the episode, may have gotten her to DM slide on someone. You'll have to keep listening to find out for sure. Courtney and I had an absolute blast. So I hope you do too. Sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy Drinking Buddies. I'm doing well. I'm back to doing this in fucking person. Like, <laughs> with LA's numbers exploding, I'm like, ah, oh, goddammit, we're going to have to go back to doing remote shows. And yeah. Garbage. And I'm going to try a whiskey I've never tried before, so. I've never tried that either. Hmm. So we will uh, find out how horrible it is. I'm usually a Jack girl. Well, I have provided such things for you. This is yes. a self-service show. Pour yourself. <laughs> Actually, I'll probably drink some of this first. I love it. Oh, yeah. Now go with what's safe. Go with what you know. <laughs> I can get it open. That's... I don't ever wear fake nails usually, so... The man. You want me? Yeah. <laughs> fake nails are usually not my thing. I'm more of a tomboy than anything, so... Well, luckily my fake nails are doing the job. <laughs> They're quite real. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not rocking the fake nails just yet today. <laughs> if I'd gone to X3, I would have gotten all dolled up and, you know, put on the fake lashes and the fake nails and... My my adoring public. Put on more makeup than usual. Oh, yeah. Definitely. How'd it go? How was the convention? It was good. It was super busy today compared to yesterday, for sure. Actually had some creepers today. It was like, actually had to call security. What the fuck happened? This one dude, he kept just, he would not leave me alone. I was like, I was trying to talk to all these people, and they kept coming by, and he would not leave, so... A performer and um, another person that was actually a fan finally got someone. I was trying to get someone flag him down, but 
finally it's just like, you're not paying me for my time. Like, you know, pay for a picture, pay for like a signature, you know. Something. Yeah. Was he just like hanging and just like, so, uh, yeah. Courtney. And he kept trying to like touch me. It's like, calm it down, bro. Like. It's, I'm not a stripper anymore. You can't just touch me just because. Well, even if you were a stripper, you that can't too. just touch you. Just yeah. fucking be. Exactly. It's the age of COVID, bro. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch you. Nobody. Nobody yeah. wants you in their space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spend the money for the risk. Yes. <laughs> did, did he go kicking and screaming or did they get him out of their piece? Yeah, they just like, you're not going to be on the second level anymore. You just got to leave or just chill out on the bottom level. And it was like, at least something finally happened. It took a while. <laughs> that sucks. That absolutely sucks. This is why a lot of people hire their own fucking security for these fucking oh, things. Oh, I saw a few girls, like some of the more famous girls, like had bodyguards with them. It's like, man, I should have done that. Maybe. Yeah. No. It's always next year. Yeah. And it, it's amazing because I've done that job. I've, you know, I've been the roadie for a bunch of girls where... Like, I'm not a small dude, but it's not like I'm a fucking monstrously yeah. large dude. But dude's just like, yo, man, you got to go. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, no matter how much, like, you could get loud and be like, fucking go. Exactly. Like, I was trying to give him hints and, like, I can usually take care of stuff on my own. But he was, for some reason, not listening or getting any of these hints. It's like, I'm sorry. Hey, like, you know, come back maybe later. I got to go hang out with these other people. And he would just like lurk and then come back. It's like, that's not what I meant, but okay, thanks. <laughs> and he was just, you know, unfortunately thinking with the little head. Oh, yes, definitely. He's just, <laughs> like, oh, she said, come back. I, I left. I'm, I'm coming back. I I'm doing what she said. Maybe <laughs> yeah. she'll like me now. Maybe. Yeah. Give me money. Do something. Right, right. Money is the key to people's hearts. They're at work. Sex workers. Yes. If you want to hang out. More than two minutes, like, gotta, like, give me something for that. You right, know. like, <laughs> would you like it if someone came to your fucking job and wasted your fucking time and didn't pay you any fucking money for your time? Yeah. No. They're at work, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> so, real simple. Real fucking simple. <laughs> I, I've seen some wild shit at conventions over the years. Like, back when physical media was still pretty prevalent, I've watched dudes... Literally, like, performers are like, hey, why don't you buy a DVD? And they're like, why? I can get that for free on the internet. Like, say it to performers' faces, like... Yeah. <laughs> Dude, are you crazy? Like, hey, I'm just stealing from you. You cool? They still do that, actually. Well, I know, but... All the time. The balls to say it to someone's face, though. Like, yeah. We, we know the reality of the situation, but that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you been enjoying the rest of your LA trip? Like, what else have you been doing with yourself while you've been in town? Um... It was, like, I have my car in valet, so it's kind of hard to, like, take it in and out. But usually when I come down here, I'll go down to Venice, where my family's from, and surf. But I don't actually really have the time today. I was doing pictures in my hotel room this morning. And then I was, like, super tired from driving down yesterday and being at the convention until almost 10. So I just got a nightcap and then passed out. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. How was the drive? I've, I grew up in Tahoe, so, and now I live in Central Valley. Three and a half hours is better than seven, but it's still super boring since I, I do it all the time, you know. Just down the five? Actually, the 99. Oh, fun. Yeah. Bakersfield and shit? 
Yes. How's the grapevine? Uh, truckers, like everything with COVID, drivers are getting worse. Truckers definitely are way worse than it was a few years ago. They like to go illegally into like the far left lane for no reason. It's like, you're not supposed to be driving 70 miles an hour anyways. Like down the grapevine, like, dude, you're going to blow your brakes out. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, 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 I applaud those heroes for trying to help the supply chain. Yeah. Most of them are pretty good, but some of them is just like, how did you get a license? Oh my gosh. How are you driving this big rig? It's insane. They're desperate to get shit places these days. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pretty much handing forklift licenses and fucking CDLs to anyone who's like, oh, you want to drive a truck? You want to get supplies places? Fucking go. And then lately, like a lot of my shoots, I end in the evening and I have to go home and the fog this year seems way worse than usual like i don't like even coming down the other day i was like i usually don't see fog at 10 a.m in the morning and it's usually lifted by now it's insane it's crazy (laughs) so if you're coming down here for work all the time why stay in the central valley i swear like i live now i have like a home base i got a ton of animals i went there for college Never left. <laughs> I tolerate LA just because my family's from here, but I'm a mountain girl. I need my space. We have mountains. <laughs> we have mountains. People live in them and shit. Yeah, but like your neighbor's literally right over there. Not I if you like, got enough. Not if you got enough money. Yeah, I have five acres, so I could have my horses and stuff. You know, instead of having a place uh, like a boarding stable. <laughs> Wait, you have five acres. Yeah. Are you like a drug kingpin that I don't know about? You're just like, I do porn for funsies. I'm really moving weight. Nah, not even. Don't admit it on the internet, even if you are. Yeah. For the audio. She's winking at me. Just wink. (laughs) No, 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 I'm kidding. Am I? IRS, don't look into this. Like, I'm going to get you in trouble with law enforcement. My Don't, 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 don't kill me. Don't whack me over this, please. Like, I grew up on 10. Like, I'm more like almost in the foothill, so it's a lot flatter than where I grew up. I grew up on 10 acres in like the pine trees in like Sierra Nevada hardcore, like mountains, 20 minutes to the nearest town, like a few hours almost to Sacramento. So I'm kind of used to it. I like being secluded, I guess. That's cool. (laughs) Hey, if it makes you happy, fucking do it. And I live where there's a nice, cell phone tower right next to me so I can still upload my content. It's best of both worlds, you know. <laughs> fucking five acres. I, I've been a city dweller my whole fucking life. I could, that amount of land is, I can't fathom it in any way, shape, or form. It, like, looking at the property, like, how you can tell, like, you know, where the property lines are, it looks to me smaller than five acres, but, like, it is, I guess. That's what it said when, like, me and my roommates got the house, so. <laughs> so, like, how many people are living on this property? Um, I got me and two roommates. So we all, like, pitch in to everything, you know, like the mortgage and stuff. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm sure it is still cheaper than L.A. rent. Oh, yes. Like, you know, $1,200, $1,300 mortgage is, like, for a 2,000-square-foot house is... Definitely better than a single-bedroom apartment here for that amount of money. You can't get a single-bedroom apartment for that right here. Yeah, not in a good spot for sure. Nah, not anywhere you want to live. Yeah. 
<laughs> like I am still part of like some LA real estate groups because you know I always want to keep my eyes open. I want to stay here, but you never know. And it's like, oh, studios for seventeen hundred a month. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was less than my mortgage in Chicago ten, over ten years ago. Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Like, my first apartment was actually a townhouse when I went to college. It was like uh, eleven hundred or twelve hundred a month, but still, and that wasn't even in a good part of Fresno either. There are good parts of Fresno. I mean, like more of the north end, like River Park, where you have like the kind of outdoor mall, like the fancier areas, I guess, you know, are the nicer parts. But pretty much everything isn't the best. Clovis is okay, too. You know, if you want to be like in a safer area, you have to live outside of any of the cities in the Central Valley, honestly. You have to live out in the country. <laughs> yeah, and then. My one experience of Fresno was not exactly great. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. I uh, had a unpleasant experience where I was really like, man, I wish I had a gun with me. It's sketchy down there for sure. Well, I, it was kind of my own fault. I was I was working as a private investigator at the time. Oh, that explains it. And I um I was tailing a guy. <laughs> and um, yeah, his kid was definitely a gangbanger. And uh, he definitely made me tailing him and blocked me into a spot. And then all of a sudden his kid showed up. Oof. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of the car. I'm like, let me see your badge. He's like, I'm not a cop. I'm like, then I'm not getting out of the car. <laughs> cops got called. This dumb motherfucker. When the cops are like, yeah, he's not doing anything illegal. They're like, oh, what you're saying is what happens on the street happens on the street. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. That is the super rich story. But like, yeah, it was <laughs> like while he's trying to get me out of the car, I'm like, man, I really wish I had a gun on me. Oh, yeah. I like I used to be a stripper. I did bachelor parties so i would carry pepper spray and what i could with me and i always had like my driver bodyguard with me you know just in case shit would go down like there has been some sketchy instances for what sure. happened um i felt so bad for her i was trying to like teach a new girl how to like strip for a party and this and like usually i'm good about watching my bag and like my phone and he somehow got into my bag probably when I was trying to help her and then I looked for my phone because I had my timer on it for like an hour I was like where the hell is my phone and these guys like I don't know I don't know and then some guy pulls it out of his back pocket he's like oh is this yours it's like you idiot come on like really now and I had stripped for this dude before and he was already kind of pushy and then he tried to like make sure I wasn't like leaving and my bodyguard is like She's never coming back here. Like, you better not call for her again. Like, it's like, thank you. But yeah, sometimes it was weird. Other times it was really good. <laughs> Any other weird stories that you can share? Oh, yeah. Um, This one dude, he's like, oh, you're going to be my wife. Like, I'm going to marry you. It's like, you yeah, know, whatever. And then he called me again, like, a few months later. It was by Fresno State. Start pulling into his apartment complex. And I told that driver, it's like, nope, I know who this is. I ain't going. He can go find someone else. No, thank you. <laughs> Most of it, like, there's only a couple times, but usually all the other times are really good. Really fun. Well, I, I'm assuming that most dudes don't want to, like, fuck up the entertainment for a whole party. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can imagine, like, a whole group of dudes be like, oh, what the fuck, bro? She's gone because of you. And, like, yeah. no one wants to be that guy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Where, like, in-house strip clubs, like, oh, if dudes think they can get away with it, like, 
they'll try to get away with some shit. Oh, yeah. And it's usually, like, some guys, like, on the private shows where it's, like, maybe just him or one other dude, they would try to pull shit, but usually it's, like, they would try to touch me in wrong places. It's, like, hey, nope. I would slap them hard sometimes, like, hands going into certain areas. It's, like, or I'd get up and go to the other guy. It's, like, I'm not going to dance with you. You're going to be a jackass. Sorry. And then they usually would learn from that, you know, or they would ask for extras a few too many times. It's like, you ask one more time, I'm grabbing my shit, not even changing, and I'm walking out, and they're like, okay, okay, cool, whatever. Our bad. We're, you know, we just, we just thought, you know. I yeah. miss stripping, though, like, being at this expo that's going on, X3, like, they're playing classic rock today a lot, like, GNR, you know, so it's like, played Pour Some Sugar on Me, my favorite song to strip to besides Girls, Girls, Girls. So it's like, I finally get to dance a little bit, you know, have some fun while I'm waiting for guys to come over. <laughs> Do you know how old you just made me feel like, be like 80s hair metal's classic rock? That's like, I mean, I listen to like country sometimes, but 99.9% .9 chance it's going to be hair metal. Well, that, that's well and good, but calling it classic, because in my brain, it's still 1990 something, and classic rock is like yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Like, I've had people, like, say, wait, the 80s aren't classic rock. Yeah, bro. It was 40-something. It's 40 years ago. Yeah. I try to classify it more as, like, hair metal. Not, I don't typically say metal, because then that's like, oh, that's Metallica. Like, I listen to them a lot, too, but I usually say, oh, hair metal, Def Leppard, Crew, all that, you know? So, you, you have no. to. You have to classify it. Yeah. If you're just like metal, someone's going to be like, so, uh, Mashuga? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, not exactly the best stripper music ever. Mm -hmm. Though one of the most, one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen <laughs> was a couple misfit friends of mine basically were running a dive strip club Ooh. in Northern, like Northern Illinois, Southern Wisconsin. And I walked in one night and my buddy was just like, watch this. And this poor girl, she gets on stage and the opening chords of Raining Blood start. It's like, doo, doo, doo. and she just turns like, fuck you, Chuck, like to my buddy, because she knew he did it. I'm like, that's amazing. And then she tried to do a routine to Raining Blood. Like, it, it's fucking impressive, but it's still, it's like, not exactly sexy time music. Yeah, it's like, I've gone to a few shows where guys want to play 90s rock and they're like playing Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's like, I, I like them, but I can't really dance to this, you know? You can't just, you know, dance to them masturbating about California because that seems to be all of the Chili Peppers catalog. Yeah, exactly. Dancing to some sublime songs is probably pretty inappropriate. I've done that once or twice. It's definitely kind of hard. Well, it just <laughs> if you listen to the subject matter, it's like wrong ways about like a child prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, date rapes about date rape. Like, these are not things that, you know, should inspire like, oh yeah, sexy time. I'm gonna spend money. Mm. And like, there's a few Motley songs I won't dance to. Like, all in the name of, it's talking about a 15 year old girl, and Vince Neil doesn't care. She's 15, so it's like, I won't dance to that Motley song. You know, I'll dance to some others, but. <laughs> well, girls, girls, girls is classic. Yeah, for sure. I've actually, funny story. I actually went to this like. Late night strip show. It was actually on a Monday. Totally random. It was a decent party. And the girl went to do extras. I was like, I will never do that in case anybody's a cop. Like, I am here to strictly dance. For being, like, naughty, I'm really, like, I follow the rules. 
So she went to do the illegal stuff, and I, the guys are like, oh, what do you want to listen to? It's like, oh, hey, do you want to listen to Def Leppard? It's like, oh, yeah, sure, perfect stripping song. She comes out, and she's like, I can't dance to this. What is this? And these guys are already drunk, and they're like, if you can't dance to pour some sugar on me, are you, like, even a stripper, though? Or something, like, along the lines of that. And I was like, I kind of get it, I guess. Like, who wouldn't want to strip to that song? Well, or get a lap dance from it. <laughs> if you're just into hip hop, I get, I could understand it, but I feel like there, there's multiple schools of strippers. There's yeah. like the girls that want to dance to like '80s hair metal and shit like that, and then there's people that just want to dance to hip hop. Like with me, it was like I danced everything, but to say I can't dance to this, like there's enough beat that you could probably get something out of it a little bit. I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, spoilers, dudes are pretty easy to please. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, there's a naked girl on top of me? Cool. Like, I don't really care if she's keeping, you know, the beat perfectly. I felt kind of bad, though, because these guys were, like, going off on her just because they were kind of drunk. It's like, don't get mad at her. Like, if this isn't obviously not her style. Like, sure, it was kind of funny saying that, but just don't get mad at her for it. This isn't, she dances to hip hop. Like, it's different than me. <laughs> I hope she, you know, came around and gave her money. Like, you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up and be like, all right, well, this is what the client wants. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I always had a playlist. Some guys would be like, oh, dance to what you want. And other guys was like, oh, hey, you can pick your songs and I'll just figure out how to dance to them. So what is the playlist? What is? Um, do I have it on my phone anymore? It's like a full, um, let's see. <laughs> Where is my Spotify library playlist? It has, uh, literally, it's called a stripping. It has just straight up all rock on here, like uh, Dawkins, Bad Company, Great White, Twisted Sister, Skid Row, Joan Jett, Alice Cooper, Kiss, Rat, it, it, Def Leppard, Motley. It's got everybody on there. You ever feel like you're like, I was born in the wrong decade? Funny thing, like, if you're kind of spiritual and believe in reincarnation type shit, like I almost was like, man, maybe I had a second or past life in the '80s. You know, I like older men. I I must love being a slut. I I would totally be a groupie. Like I was like totally meant to be, you know, Sunset Strip '80s girl. Like totally meant to be. Well, <laughs> the one good thing about not being one is like no hepatitis C. Yeah, that too. I mean, like it's still like. I got to, like, touch Don Dawkins' hand at the last Dawkins concert I went to, so at least, like, you know, I kind of got, like, super close to him, like, still fangirling over it. <laughs> so you got to be the creeper in that situation, I see. Yeah. It's like, he was fist-bumping people, like, he kind of touched someone else's hand. I was the only other person to do it. It's like, oh my god, Don Dawkins! And I was right at the stage, and he kind of, like, reached out just a little bit. It's like... I just died. So you should put his whole hand in your mouth. <laughs> Yo, Don, he'll never forget you. If you just, if you just, oh. It's like sometimes I wonder, it's like, I am in my early 20s. I wonder if they get f memories and flashbacks of girls being like me in the 80s, you know. I, oh, I'm I sure wonder. there are still girls your age throwing it at them now. Oh, yeah. Like, I wanted to, I didn't want to get kicked out, but I wanted to flash them so bad because I was wearing this. So it's like, it's so easy to just lift it off real quick. Why didn't you? I don't think they're going to kick you out for your tits. I... They probably wouldn't have, no. 
I'm like, that's the rule follower in me just being kind of scared, like something's going to happen. Well, I think you would have been okay. I think you could have gotten away with that one. I probably could. Yeah. I don't think any like dude who's making barely over minimum wage working concert security is going to be like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick out that topless girl. <laughs> don't think we're going to happen. If it ever does, I will pay for your ticket. Because <laughs> it's my fault that you did it. <laughs> like, this concert, it was, um, where was it? It was in Oxnard at the Performing Arts Center. So it's like an auditorium with, like, uh, movie theater seats. And pretty much everybody is like, fuck that. We're just going to go all the way up to the stage I was kind of behind these people and then someone's husband or like the lady next to me, she was like, hey, move her in front of us. Like I was right at a speaker, lost like my hearing, I feel like for a few days, but it was totally worth it. Oh, it's gone for good. I, I hate to break it. It's gone. For <laughs> the good. ringing was literally for like almost a week. It seemed like, I don't know, but yeah, it was yeah, totally the, worth it. That ringing is those tones dying forever. Yeah. You, you have lost those, that tone forever. It, it's, Definitely like that, just being in band, too. I was a drummer, so it didn't help either. Oh, I, I can imagine. And <laughs> it's not like, oh, when you're in high school or in show like that, like, oh, hey, wear ear protection. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, just... Exactly. I'd hate to think of how much hearing loss I've had to shows over the fucking years. Oh, me, I've been to God knows how many Def Leppard concerts, so, you know. <laughs> what is your number one show? What was it? Um... Dang, I th I'm hoping the stadium tour with Motley is going to be better this year. I got some pretty good seats because I'm in the Def Leppard fan club. But for Def Leppard, my favorite show was probably in 20, wait, was it 2019? I went when the, uh, the Hard Rock opened in Sacramento. Like, that was, a, I love that amphitheater. That's where I first saw Def Leppard in 2014. It was so amazing. The seats were so much better because I wasn't on the grassy area above all the other seats. Like I could get kind of close to see like Joe Elliott. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> so amazing. And you never tried to get backstage. I like with Def Leppard, their passes to go backstage are like two thousand dollars. So it's like I wish I had that money or Sugar Daddy to get me some. <laughs> no Sugar Daddies, make it happen for the next show. Yeah, Dawkins just being so underrated. Compared to Def Leppard, because they quit at their prime, you know? Because, like, the fighting between George Lynch and Don Dawkins, like, they could have made it way bigger. But $80 tickets to get right at the stage, totally worth it. Oh, my gosh. So amazing. Well, for me, I would much rather see almost any band in a venue that size versus the amphitheater. I hate large shows like that. Yeah. Like, I feel music, no matter what you're going to see, should be intimate. Like... I don't want to see a show in anything more than, like, maybe a 2,000-person venue. That's, like, the biggest I want to go to see a show at. See, like, this, if they keep it going, this tour with Def Leppard and Motley and Poison is going to be pretty good since I was some of the first people to actually buy tickets, so I got decent seats, you know, for my friends, so hopefully it's good because it all actually finally be like super, super close to the stage for once. Oh, uh, shit. Poison's there? I bet you can get backstage. Yo, Brad, Brad. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I sometimes it's like I wish I was my age in the 80s because Def Leppard had certain passes because, like, they would literally go under their stage. Like, and take quick breaks and get these blowjobs from these girls. It's like, if I had one of those passes, like, 
and I was my age in the 80s, I could have given Joe Elliott a blowjob or something. You still you know? can. He ain't dead. <laughs> yeah. If his wife lets me, you know, sneak in the back. Somehow. Oh, like she's on tour with him. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I feel like they are sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, maybe if it was in L.A. proper, but up, like upstate, nah, I doubt the wives are coming with them. <laughs> yeah, because they're, um, this tour's, like, I'm going to see them in San Francisco, so it's like the stadium tour, so it's going to be, like, at where the Giants play, I think, pretty sure. So as a rule follower, would you blow a married musician? Oh, that, oh, definitely, yes. Like, I've done that plenty of, like, another stripping story. I was, like, at this really cool party in Tower District in Fresno, and this dude, he's like, I can't, like, my friends can get dances from you, you know, all this. Eventually, I was able to get a lap dance out of him. It's like, I will break you somehow. I will do it. I get what I want. So, I will get a lap dance from you, or give you one, I should say. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it would be really impressive if you got him to pay you to give you a lap dance. Like, that would be pretty impressive. <laughs> I've had a few guys, like, at shows. It's like, hey, can I dance on you really quick? And they'll try to bust out some moves. So funny. <laughs> it's like, I love the somewhat rhythm you got, but you need to work on it just a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> just critiquing him like that? Wow. <laughs> this man wants to show you his art, and you're just like, it's, it, it's just okay. <laughs> Go go back to school, you idiot, <laughs> motherfucker. You're not quite up to snuff. Wow. Mean. Mean, Courtney. Damn. They love it, though. Like, I miss tripping a lot, but now that I'm kind of more well-known and people in the Central Valley kind of know who I am, it's like, I don't necessarily want to do that anymore, just in case there's a creeper out there that is trying to follow me everywhere. So I just come down here to work now <laughs> just are you just shooting or are you dancing while you're down here too um i've never danced at a club i don't really know how to dance on a pole so usually it's just here for my scenes or content trade too we we, we got to figure out a plan for you to blow a member of Def leopard we got to make yes. this happen for you <laughs> let's, let's you know let's uh workshop the heist as it were yeah <laughs> all right so you just got to show, I, I think if you just show up at the stage, or would you be willing to blow a roadie to get backstage than to blow a member of Def Leppard? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. All right. If you're working security in San Francisco, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Even if it's Phil Collin or like Rick Savage or Rick Allen, it's like anybody. I mean, Jelly is my favorite, but you know. Is the, well, I'm going to show that I don't remember the names of the members of Def Leppard. Is the drummer with one arm still alive? Yes. Rick Allen, yeah. yeah. That's why I thought it was Rick Allen, yeah. but I, I didn't want to be wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> that could be, like, potential. Well, I don't know if it's two firsts, but it could be two firsts. First member of Def Leppard, first dude with one arm. <laughs> Unless you've blown someone else with one arm. I've never done it before. It would be a first. Opposed to it? As long as he can grab my hair, push my head down, you know, you're good. He's got one arm still. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, as a drummer, you know, two arms might be a bit much anyways. <laughs> don't need to, like, have any workplace injuries. <laughs> so... How did, like, who turned you on to 80s, you know, hair metal and all that shit? It's not like, I'd assume your peers were listening to it growing up. Like, so I started listening to just rock in general, like classic rocks, like Beach Boys. I saw Brian Wilson and Al Jardine. 2017, like, rock is just any era of it. Beatles, I grew up on the Beatles. 
So it's like I listened to vinyl with my friends, and it slowly progressed into the harder music. I had, oh, it was mostly 70s. I had this mixed CD that whenever I would like go skiing on the way up to the ski resort, I would always be playing this, and it had, um, who was it, like Three Dog Night, Skinnerd, um, who else? The Knack. It had like all of these bands. So it's like I got into that. And then, funny thing, my cousin used to work for a radio show. And he's like, I have these like free tickets for the grassy area at Toyota Amphitheater up in Sacramento for Def Leppard and Kiss. And that's when it kind of started to get into the more harder music, you know? <laughs> sorry, I'm trying not to laugh at calling Def Leppard harder music. I'm sorry. See, like people, I. Uh, like they're kind of a hair band because they got the hair. I'd call them more of a hair band than like glam metal. I feel like people just kind of put them into that category because it's like well, they then, look like all the other '80s bands. But then you get Dokken or Rat, and they seem so much like more intense than Def Leppard sometimes. Honestly, oh, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, Def Leppard was a pop band. Yeah, exactly, exactly, for sure. At the end of the day. None of the, like the Sunstrip bands or like that genre was particularly hard. Yeah, they were just called hair metal because they because they have long long hair and you know have guitars. They have like the same formation as a metal act, but they're not really a metal act in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you know, you have in the same era like Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. Like you have like actual metal metal happening at the exact same time. They just weren't as commercially viable. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, who was it? So I saw Def Leppard, or not Def Leppard, Dawkins in October in Santa Clarita, and their opening band, like, they were metal. Like, this dude was screaming. Like, for me, it's like, I need to find, like, that, however brain chemistry works, I need to find, like, that certain perfect tone like Def Leppard I guess you could say it was like my first love I found Motley they're like my second love and then I found uh Dawkins and this was like oh my god I'm gonna marry that band it's like that's my favorite now oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> what um what's your thoughts on bands like Maiden or Priest I ooh, I have a few of their songs on my stripping playlist actually a few one? of them which ones um I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> Let's see. Dang, where is it? Um, where is it? Crap. I can't find it now. I th- oh, it was on a different playlist. That's why. I had an older playlist. I think I deleted it, though. Because yeah. I have a newer playlist that I use for my cam shows now. And I used to have a playlist for when I would strip for, like, the guys that like the, like, hardcore stuff, kind of. <laughs> and then I also had rap on there, like so it was would mix it up, you know, get best of both worlds. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. <laughs> so what goes into one of those shows? Like I, I've been to a couple, but it, I, I feel like with every performer, they're like they're a little different. What what yeah. went into your house show? So like, I would get there, the uh, bodyguard driver he'd collect the money if it was two or more, no, three or more guys to one girl. He would have to stay inside. If it was one or two guys, like, he would collect the money, go out to the car, 
and wait for me for like the hour, two hours, however long I did it. I'd go to the bathroom to change and get ready. I'd walk out, start my timer. It's like, oh, hey, what do you want to listen to? Like your music, my music. And it would like, maybe I'd have a drink or two, you know. Usually it was beer. I didn't want to, like, I sometimes went kind of hard and that never worked out. And I just like, some guys just want to talk. Other guys, it's like, just dance. And no offense to those dudes, but that seems pretty lonely. Like, oh, we're going to hire an in-house dancer, and she, I'm just going to sit and talk to her. Like, that seems pretty fucking lonely. That's oh, yeah. Kind of sad. Usually it was like the solo shows where it's just one guy. Most of my regulars I usually had, they were the lonely single guys that were divorced that just wanted someone to talk to. Compared to, like, other shows, it's like, oh, I just want to, like, you to dance we don't really have to talk unless like you want to <laughs> well for those little dudes i like i feel like they were looking for like why not spend the money on a real like not a real sex worker but like a full service sex worker yeah exactly like, get an escort or something like yeah. i'm not gonna like besides talking i'm not gonna give you what you want if you want that <laughs> I wonder if they just didn't know where to find one or maybe because like, i don't know if there's really any high-end girls in the Central Valley, it's not a big... It's 500,000 people, but it's not, like, here, you know? I'm sure there's someone killing it up there. Probably, yeah. Someone who's coming, like, in from the Bay or... Yeah. Even Sacramento. There has to be high-end people in Sacramento. There's politicians there. Yeah, it's there's, the capital, so... Right. Exactly. So they're spending money. There's got to be someone who's like, yeah, I'm going to roll down to Fresno or Modesto or whatever the fuck. Sacramento's way nicer. The only nice hotel that we really have is the double tree in downtown. Like, that's pretty much it. Everything else is kind of iffy, you know. I've been to some sketchy hotels. Like, you know, the truckers that are coming through, it's like, get a hotel on the 99 and have my bodyguard take me down there. Sometimes it's just like, whoo, this is kind of weird. But at least you're nice. You're not, like, crazy. <laughs> for sure, for sure. It's just, I have never been in an environment with, like, an in-house dancer when it wasn't like a gang of us. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, someone wanted to like have a party and didn't want to go out to the strip club. So they brought someone in. Like it, the idea of like being even two dudes and being like, yeah, let's get a girl to come dance for. Like, that's, I don't know. That's weird to me. Like, I'm not trying to disparage your, your clientele there, but a weird to me. A lot of guys are like that though. It's like, Excuse me. Nowadays, like people are always like, "Oh, hey, do you escort or do you like do you still strip?" It's just like, and I was just like, uh, "No, even if I did, I prefer parties." And guys, I feel like they don't want to like show off their fetish or whatever to like their buddies. So it's like, I'd rather just have you instead of a party. It's like, sorry, no. Yeah, but they want a full service sex worker. That, at that too. Point. Yeah. Like, no, I understand. Like the dudes hiring full service sex workers. Like I. Yeah. I understand that, but when like. You're purchasing, you're paying for the service of like, hey, you're going to come like bring a party vibe for one or two people is weird to me. It's fucking weird. I've noticed even when I first started and even now, I prefer parties over doing solo shows. Like that was always, even two guys, like so much better than just the one guy because they sometimes make it awkward. Well, yeah, I can only imagine. Oh, I, yeah. You ever have any like a dude just whip it out on you? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, plenty of times. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that doesn't... No, 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 you gotta put that away. Like, even it's like, oh, let me take off my pants, just my underwear. It's like, 
No, you gotta wear sweats, basketball shorts, jeans. Got Something. Two layers, please. <laughs> I mean, I do miss the dancing, but a lot of the time I don't miss the awkwardness of being a stripper going to houses and hotels. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only imagine a lot of weird shit going down. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like, I literally had this one dude... He would just sit and talk to me, and he wouldn't even, like, ask me to dance. He would just want to sit and drink beers with me. So it's just like, okay, I guess. Talk about music, at least. That's what we talk about, like, classic rock. But still, I only danced for him one time because his friend came over. Once. It was, yeah. The weird dudes always seem to just want to talk instead of going to dance. <laughs> Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. You're, you, I'll say it here. I, I mean, I'm not here to kink shame people, but this, it strikes me as a little weird to be like, yep, going to hire a dancer just to come over and talk. Like, mm-hmm. it, it seems a little sad, a little lonely. Like, like couple dudes, I would like maybe sit on their lap, you know, and just kind of cuddle them. But other guys, it's like, we would be talking like this. It's like... Okay, at least I'm getting 50 bucks. Thanks, cool. <laughs> Only 50 bucks for that? So it was a, like 120 in Fresno. I would get 50. The My uh, agency, I guess you could call them, would get the rest of the cut, and then the driver would get like 20, 30. And then Madeira would be 140. Visalia would be like, or Merced would be like, 150, 160. Like the farther out away from Fresno, the more expensive it was, and the more you would get. Like I would get $60 to go to Madeira, 70 for Visalia and Merced. And that was without tips. Most guys would tip, most of them. Like parties were usually the best, obviously. Well, yeah, obviously. Like once you had dudes, like once one dude starts making it rain, other dudes start making it rain. For sure. Or they just be like sticking it into my fish nets, not even like throwing it at all. <laughs> even better, makes it easier for pickup. Yeah, for sure. So now that you're not, you know, dancing, what do you do with yourself? What do you do when you're not on set making the pornos? I do a lot of solos, like, you know, with like, I have like this male torso, so like I can kind of almost do boy girl, like a torso with a dick. And it was like an eight inch dick. I got a hell of a ton of dildos, vibrators, I cam. When I, like, when my roommates aren't home, I I mean, I have one that's okay with what I do. And, like, when, like, they're home, it's like, yeah, sure, you can go cam, whatever. The other one, like, they're not super accepting of it, so I kind of stay away when they're at home. That's bullshit. You pay rent. Yeah. (laughs) Bullshit. I just, like, I like keeping the peace, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but what you do in the privacy of your own fucking room. Yeah. Plus, like... I don't know how to explain it. It's not like AC vents, like how you have some on the floor. It's like these vents that literally like you can look down almost into the living room and the kitchen. So it's like you can hear everything upstairs sometimes too, though. Well, yeah, but if you just brought like someone home to fuck, would they be upset about that? I don't know. I usually don't. You don't bring people home to fuck? I typically just mess around with tested people nowadays. Being in porn has made me kind of paranoid about stuff. As you should be. Because now that I'm testing, like, 
all the time, you know? No, I mean, that's the point of the whole fucking you know, yeah, town exactly. circles, like, not contaminating the fucking... Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. But you're not dating in real life? You don't have, like... I have a significant other, yes. <laughs> they are totally, like, they're the type of person that's totally fine with what I do. It's like, they're actually kind of almost encouraged me to start stripping. It's just like, I was like, I want to strip. I want to strip. And they're just like, oh, do it. And then I got out of firefighting for people that don't know I did it because I figured out I couldn't do it. And it's just like, I've wanted to do porn for so long. I'm 22. I'm not as naive anymore. So it's like, they're like, do it. Whatever makes you happy. They're like, you need to be happy. Do what you want to do. Don't go back to retail. Retail. I... Respect those people. I did it for a year and a half. It sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not not a good thing. So, back up a little. Do your roommates get weird like when you bang your partner? Nah. So, like. So what's the difference? Like I guess like it's just the fact that I'm online. You know, like they're not. I mean, obviously they probably. Everybody who watches porn, but they might not like the fact that I'm broadcasting myself to like 50, 60 people on camera at once. I don't know. Well, fuck them. Like, <laughs> you're not asking them to do it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's the problem? Like, if they have no problems with you getting it on with your partner, what's the problem with you fucking helping pay the goddamn rent? It's probably just because it's like, you know, my person, I guess. So, I don't know. My roommates, the roommates I've had over the years, some of them have been kind of weird for sure. Like, definitely. <laughs> Not to you know, judge or anything. Well, they do live in the Central Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> no, not judging. There's some quirky people out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like most people are like, okay, I'm, I'm done with college. Out. I, like, and the thing is, like, my favorite places, like, I've learned over the years are near the Central Valley, like, mountain-wise. So it's, like, you know, it's easier to, like, live where, like, your favorite places are instead of being miserable in a big-ass city, I guess you could say. I only tolerate L.A. because my family's from here. Only her reason. And I basically grew up here. It's, like, my second home. Well, it works here. <laughs> yeah, that too. You're like, ah, nah, 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 nah. I guess. As long as I can surf, you know, I'm good. So back to the firefighting. What... What made you want to get into firefighting? I just, where I grew up, growing up near Tahoe, like all the forests up there, the fires that would come through, I grew up next to like wildland firefighters, like, you know, Cal Fire headquarters almost, like for that part of California. So it's like, I would always see them. I'm a very outdoorsy person, hiking, backpacking, fishing, camping, all that, surfing, you know, I love to travel. So it's like, I want to be out in nature, like, all the time. So I, it actually took me a few years to get into it because you have to, like, to, you know, get the job. You have to, um, what is that? I'm forgetting now because I haven't done it for a while. It's 45-pound vest. Uh, it's a power test, right? Yeah, like, three miles, I think, and 45 minutes. So it's, like, it took me multiple tries to actually pass that test. I finally passed it. So I finally got the fire job, even though I had been working with this vest for years, carrying 45, 50 pounds. That's just your pack with your fire shelter, your food, your water, 
you know, some tools, you throw a 33 pound hose on your back, technically two hoses, that's 70 pounds. I'm 100, fluctuate from 105 to 110, depending on when I work out and how I work out, you know, and keep that weight on. Because I, my metabolism so fast, I can lose weight like that. Figured, like, I was having chest pains, hiking, like, oh my god, I have a heart problem. Took all these tests and then figured out, oh, I don't have a heart problem. This weight is actually crushing my lungs and my heart. And the cardiologist I went to did all these tests. He's like, if you, like, are going to do this, you're going to hurt yourself real bad because that's more than half your body weight. So then it's like, what do I do with my life? I did the one job I've always wanted to do. And it's just like, I guess I'll do porn because that's the only other thing I want to do, honestly. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And here you are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, as someone who worked as a firefighter, what do you think about California using inmates as firefighters? Oh, it is much needed because there's already a shortage. They don't pay firefighters enough. Like, I got minimum wage. Besides maybe some hazard pay and a little bit of overtime. But yeah, it's like, even that, like, it helps rehabilitate them. They at least get a few bucks an hour. I've actually talked, like, I went, when I first started going to college, right at 18, I actually dropped out for a little bit and then I went back. I had this class with this inmate firefighter, like, well, he was, and it totally rehabilitated him. He, like, went back to college, was doing all these gen ed classes, you know, so... It definitely helps some people. But it's fucked that, like, if you have a criminal record, you generally can't get on with the department. See, like, city firefighting, like, you know, structure firefighting, you have to have the cleanest record ever. Um, I know a couple firefighters that actually used to be in jail, did all this other stuff, and actually got on to, like, certain crews that are more accepting of people. Like, you know, full-on for service firefighters, like, now, even if they do have a record. I mean, you have to have, like, a certain type of record. You can't be, like, a f I, don't, I wouldn't think a felon and all that, but, but I certain mean, guys can eventually get on. That's still kind of fucked it, like, oh, hey, we're going to pay you next to nothing, and you got to volunteer for this to do this in prison, but when you get out, you can't just go use the skills you fucking learned. That's kind of fucked. It, depend it definitely depends on um, the crew's in the engines, like, it's all about where you're working, I feel like. But it, it's still, like, yeah. you get out and, like, you're from L.A. You want to come back to home, be around your friends and family. You learn this amazing skill and, like, you can't fucking do it. That's kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, I mean, what did that guy say? The guy I talked to, like, years ago, he said they got, like, two or three bucks an hour. It's like, at least you're getting something and you're, like, getting the some is, programs. I think that two to three dollars is probably going towards paying for their jail stay. Probably. Because that's kind of the fucked up part. Is like, you can come out of prison in fucking debt. He never, like, got into details. He just kind of told me, like, some of the stuff. And, like, I actually wanted to be with Cal Fire when I was younger. Back then, it was just inmate crews. Now they have actual hand crews. Because, like... There's not never enough firefighters. It's like, man, now that I know I can't do it, man, I wish I could have done that, or at least tried with them, but <laughs> I mean you can always go to prison and you know do it that way. Yeah, exactly. No. Don't. <laughs> don't, yeah. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. Like when I first went to like Cal Fire, when I was trying to get into fires, it's like, hey, you got any hand crews? Because I like, you know, cut in line. That was my thing. I loved it compared to like doing hose lace. Ugh, that was the worst. And they're like, yeah, you have to go to jail first to work with us on a hand crew. It's like, damn it. Okay, I guess I'll try forest service then. See, <laughs> could have just gone to jail. Yeah. <laughs> you're still young. You still can. It's okay. Yeah. Don't kill me. Please don't. Don't kill me. <laughs> please don't kill me. I, no, no, no. Please don't. <laughs> you, you notice there's no no. There's just giggles. There's just giggles. Like, this may be the last podcast, folks. <laughs> Courtney may kill me here. It's funny. I haven't really actually gone into depth about firefighting since my fir- first podcast ever. Like, usually people's just about strictly porn, it seems like. <laughs> that shit's boring. <laughs> Like, cool. You show up on set, you do a job. Like, people can go to any other of your interviews and hear all about your pornography. Yeah. I want to hear, you know, the firefighting stuff's interesting. It's not a story that every performer fucking has. Yeah, especially if I have two girls. Like, most girls my size don't even try. Yeah. I mean, what would you do if you had to, like, rescue someone my size? Just be like, oh, that guy's fucking dead. I would try. Like, I have, like, I, I've had my CPR since I was... 18 i tried being an emt but that test is not for me i'm more of a visual learner you know hands-on instead of like paper so all the stuff i could do like you know c-spine like putting someone on a backboard i could do that tried the test and i just could not pass it so like i wanted to though but because i love like that's my thing is like i've actually rolled up on accident before and like helped this person because like if you have your cpr card like you can do a few things too so and like it's such a good feeling to like actually help somebody like especially when this dude is actually kind of messed up too <laughs> you enjoy breaking dudes rib cages i see how it is <laughs> i like he like his car like i was up at the yuba river up like north a bit more and this dude somehow rolled his car because it was just tiny super like skinny road going down to the river rolled down this hill god knows how many times and they like somehow got back up onto this road with his buddies so it's like call 911 it's like hey sit down you can have a neck injury your head's bleeding get your jacket off put it on your head and it's just like i can't believe that actually happened i just somehow rolled up on the scene I have a CPR card, so I'm not going to get sued for it necessarily. So it's like, I'm actually can help this person. Yeah. That is the fucked up part about like the modern age. Like, Oh, I'm going to help you. Oh, something went wrong. Fucking suing you. Like, yeah. Makes me not want to help a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I always like, I've rolled up on another accident. This person was coming out of the, like this turnout or it was on a highway, um, going up to the mountains, pulled out on this turnout, accidentally hit somebody it's like, sheriffs finally rolled up. It's just like, this dude was so just like messed up. It's like, hey, like, let's try and move your car. Move your car out of the road. You're like, the, uh, there's some other people helping this lady because she had like broken her wrist. But it's like two times and I have CPR. It's like, how does that work? You know? Right like, place, right time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think about getting back into it in any way, shape, or form? Like post-porn or? Maybe. I mean, I've, it would be really hard to get my um, EMT 
it would take probably God knows how many tries to get that uh, test. Because, like, the uh, National Registry test, I think it is, their answers are literally, like, one is completely right, one could be right. So it's like, I always second-guess myself, and I would always pick the wrong answer instead. <laughs> well, do you ever worry about, like, if you do decide to get back into that field, like, being discriminated against for working an adult? Yeah, that too, yeah. Like, and I also kind of want to try real estate, because I love looking at houses. Like, I love house shows. But it's like, ooh. It's like, you know, I don't know. I've heard of porn stars getting into you know, realty, but then they're also discriminated against there. So it's like, what do I do when I do retire from this? Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something to consider. Yeah. Because <laughs> unfortunately, you know, this business isn't a protected class. Like, I've had plenty of civilian friends over the years be like, oh, I'm thinking about getting into the biz. I'm like, uh, you really need to think about this real long and hard before you yeah. do it. I wanted to start as soon as possible. It's like, I always want to be in porn. I was too naive at 18. It's like, I wanted to do these other normal jobs and see if I could do those before. This was like, this was a last resort. It's like, I don't have anything else I want to do. So I'm going to finally do this dream of mine. And here you are. That's yeah. awesome. Because not everyone gets to accomplish their fucking dreams. So Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a, um, hopefully by the time that you're ready to leave the business, it, you know, the stigma isn't there as much. Hopefully, you know, you won't have to face discrimination for, like, what you did for a fucking living that's perfectly fucking legal. It's like, you pay your taxes, you know, you do all this stuff, you fill out the paperwork, you show passports, like, all this, but it's so discriminated against. It's like, oh, that's not legal. It's like, do your research. It actually is, but you're not going to actually want to listen to me about it, really. Well, and the thing about it is, like, <laughs> It's so fucked because it's like, it's a product that the majority of people consume. Yeah. Like, hey, you make some, one of the highly, most highly consumed products in the fucking world, but we don't want to employ you that, for another job that you're qualified to do because you made that one product. Exactly. It's fucked. It's absolutely yeah. fucked. That's why it's like, even if I'm not like the most famous and I'm not doing scenes every week, it's like... Even OnlyFans and all that is still, it helps a little bit, you know, you can, I'm basically like a stay-at-home mom for my fur babies most of the time, and then I can make a few grand a month, like, talking to people online and posting, like, my own videos online. Well, and that, that is one of the, I guess, benefits of the COVID yeah. situation is so many more people that were not sex workers pre-COVID are in the biz to a degree or another now. That is becoming much more socially acceptable. Oh, yeah, for sure. To have an OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I did it before it was, like, famous, for sure. Like, I used to, I mean, just because so many girls are on it now, you don't have as many fans anymore. Like, more people are coming and going instead of sticking around. But you still, like, make at least enough to, like, keep you afloat, you know. Especially already having that background of doing it for... Uh, I don't even know how many years now. It's like, even though I have only like a few hundred fans, it's like people come and go. They find me online, want to talk to me, so they sign up, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. And the guys here at the convention, like the expo, they're just like, oh my God, what's your OnlyFans? Because like, 
I don't like really talking on Twitter and Instagram because they're usually freeloaders. So the guys that actually want to talk to me will find a way to talk to me. Right. Um, or like Sex Panther, too. It's like actual texting, you know. It's, I don't charge too much. It's like dollar, two dollars a text. But still, it's like I can make enough on there because guys want to talk. And it's not all the time about sexting. It's like these guys are like, oh, what's up, you know, can you help me with this problem? Or, like, how's it going today? What problems are you helping with? What? Oh, my, what was it? It's like, it's almost was like these guys was like, I don't know how to, like, meet this girl. Like, I don't know how to date her. Like, how do I talk to this girl? So it's like, got to give them tips sometimes about, like, kind of what girls, like, do. Oh, no, no, I, I want to hear the advice. Come on. <laughs> Break it down for us. Yeah. Courtney, I don't know how to talk to women. What do I do? It's like, for me, I've always... It's easier for me to talk to men. So it's like, I seem to sometimes like to make the first move. So it's like, for guys, it's like, hey, you know, just be polite. Like, you know, go say hi. Like, don't be... Like, so many girls just say, this guy's being weird. It's like, be super polite. Don't be rude. Don't be pushy. You know, talk to them a little bit first and then ask for their social media or their number. You know, just don't do it right away. Talk to them like they're a person, not yeah. just someone you want to stick Some, your penis inside of. A lot oh of my girls God. get turned off and scared. It's like, hey, what's your number? It's like, nah. It's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm Jason. Like, you know, you're kind of pretty. How are you? What's your name? Like, be nice about it, you know. <laughs> oh my God. Talk to women like they're people. Yeah. Amazing advice. Mm hmm. What's the weirdest thing you've been asked, you know, that you were asked to get advice on? What's like, what was the weirdest request? Mm, let's see. Oh my God. Um, I haven't really gotten anything weird yet. I'm just, it's only, I've only been on Sex Panther for probably six months. So nothing super weird yet. Thank God. It will probably eventually come though. Guys. I mean, I guess the only really weird things are, like, certain customs people ask me about. Oh, what we got? What we got? What's the weird customs that you've been asked for? Oh, let's see. I mean, I will do it. Peen customs aren't my favorite. Some guys ask me to do some... I will do feet pics and feet videos. Some guys ask for some really weird shit. Like that what? Like what? Some dude, I could not... I just wasn't comfortable with it. Some dude wanted me to put, like, get scissors, like, little, like, beard trimmer scissors, you know, like, put it on my big toes and make, like, get it, my toes stuck in them. It's just, like, kind of, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, my love. I'm not really comfortable with that. Really? Why Why that one? What? Uh, like, my, t my feet, so I'm, like, a hobbit. I was supposed to grow into my feet. They're size eight. Eight and a half, and I'm only five two, so I can't wear certain types of shoes because they look or in skinny jeans because they look kind of awkward. And my toes, like to be honest, are kind of weird. They would not like. I would probably have to go to the hospital to get these off or call the fire department. The dude wanted the scissors on my big toes, like my toes, and then the scissors spread open. It's just like, I'm sorry. To me, that's just like a weird fetish, and like it would literally, I've would need medical help to get them off. Like, I'm not willing to get... 
money so, for that. So what she should have done is just cheated <laughs> the angle and like cut the scissors at the loop so they're not a full loop. Mm. And just angled it so they couldn't see where it was cut. I need some like, so, I need like some type of tool, some like big some ass pliers or like something. Some pliers or some wire cutters. Like, <laughs> but you, oh, that, that would have been something you could easily have cheated. Feet guys seem to be the weirdest. I, I try to do foot fetish stuff, like most of the stuff I can do, but some guys can get kind of weird about it. <laughs> They're obsessed. Yeah. Say, feet are definitely not my cup of tea, so I, I, don't, I don't identify with it. Like, I try to be as open as I can with guys, but some things are just like, eh, I'm not into that. I want to help you, maybe give you a custom, but I just... I don't know, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's one of those things where, like, if a woman has, like, a nice leg and, like, you know, the curvature and, like, stockings and all that shit, like, as part of the package, like, okay, yeah, your feet look nice. Yeah. But just, like, oh, feet. Oh! Like, mm -hmm. nah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, I have my toes usually painted and have, like, you know, red, white, French tips like, I get that, like, a few pictures, but some of that other stuff is kind of like, okay, that's kind of weird. Foot jobs, I will do, you know. Like, I'll try and stick it in my mouth sometimes for you, but not my best, not my favorite. <laughs> a lot of guys like it. It's like, oh, hey, can you, like, lick your feet? It's like, okay, I guess, sure. <laughs> as long as you're paying, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> what are some other weird requests you've gotten? Oh, let's see. Man, it's been a while since I got a weird one. I am probably the most forget forgetful person ever, though. <laughs> so it's hard to remember certain things. Man, what? Dang, I really don't remember right now. <laughs> Sorry about putting you on the spot about it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard stories from so many other friends that, like, do yeah. and do customs, like... Especially friends that were couples that were doing customs, like some of the role play that some of these dudes would ask for was like, whoa, that that's real weird, dude. I mean, there's also been some, I can, I will dirty talk, you know, like POV style. I have gotten some weird, like, oh, can you dirty talk like this? It's like, oh my God, that's a little bit too much for me, but like, I'm sorry. Like full on ancestral play and shit like that, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, oh, say this, say this, say this. It's like, that's pretty insane, bro. Like, okay, like, there might be some other more hardcore, hardcore girl that will do that for you, but, you know, I'm more that girl next door. I'm not, like, super crazy. But that, that's probably <laughs> why they're coming to you, because, like, yeah, they want the, the girl next door to be yeah. doing crazy shit. Yeah. Like, I want to live next door to this crazy nymphomaniac. Who will call me daddy or whatever the fuck they're into. Like, I'm a very horny person. Like, I love sex. But some ideas from people, it's just like, whoa there. Like, I, that's your fetish. But, like, tone it down just a little sometimes. <laughs> Besides blowing agent and rockers, what are your fetishes? Um, I kind of like it hardcore a little bit. Hair pulling, choking. I love spanking. I've done... A few spanking videos with a paddle, with a Oh, hand. no, I'm talking real life. I'm talking just for you. Just oh, for you. Oh, for me? Just for you. Oh, I like the spanking, though. Like, anytime there's like, oh, hey, you want to do a spanking video? I'm just like, sign me up. 
that's my like I like it kind of hardcore I like being tied down sometimes you know like I have some straps that I'll use sometimes like hands and my ankles <laughs> nice nice no there's nothing wrong with that yeah it's it's always curious to, I'm always curious what people are into like real life versus what they do for performances do for fucking you know for the job and like People, like, would say, oh, you're a porn star. You must love, like, huge dicks. I mean, for my scenes, I will do it. But being so small, I prefer an average size. Like, you know, that's the most pleasurable for me, you know? Like, six inches. Not everyone's into having their cervix beat up all the time. Exactly. There's something referred to as the boyfriend cock. Like, it just doesn't film as well, folks. And then people are like, oh my god, you must love a six-pack. It's like, I prefer, like, a dad bod. Like, I don't know, six-packs don't do it for me. Like, I mean, it's fun sometimes. Like, sometimes you have, like, uh, me, it's like, oh, look at that, like, face. Like, he's hot. I can deal with his body. But, like, my personal life, it's like, you're my type. Tattoos, beard, dad bod. It's like, baseball caps. Like, that's my thing. <laughs> Older man, you know. I'm not. I'm I'm 22, damn it. (laughs) 20. I'm lying. I'm lying a lot. I need somebody like, you know, my cutoff usually is the 30s. I prefer like 40s or 50s. What's (laughs) the oldest you've got? Um, hopefully it would be Don Dog and he's almost 70, but I've. How old have you gone? Uh, 66. I think personal life 66 like for me it was more personable like because you know it was us like you know content trade scene but it's like someone that in the industry I've been crushing on for a while so it's like oh my god he's my older type of man he's not like you know super skinny type he doesn't have the biggest dick in the world so it's like I was totally crushing on him. It's just like, and then he reached out to me about content traders. It's like, oh my God, yes, please. <laughs> Would you have done it even if the cameras weren't rolling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, he's definitely a more sensual type of man too. Not to like, oh, get these angles. You have to do this angle. This was like, let's just have sex and do what we want. <laughs> my type of dude, for sure. You going to shoot content with him again? Hopefully. That would be fun. So I'm assuming it's an open relationship with you and your partner? Yeah, like, they're more about, you know, and actually it's kind of their fetish. It's like, oh, hey, seeing you with other guys is pretty cool sometimes, you know. (laughs) Is it more of a cuckolding thing or do they want to, like, just they enjoy that you're having a good time? Cuckold, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, like, tell me about your scene, like, what happened. They love the details, so it's like... Even it doesn't even matter with them about age. Just like, oh, what dude did you fuck today? Like, what's his name? And like, explain the scene to me. You know. <laughs> Do you ever like arrange for cuckolding sessions like in real life for him? I haven't. Why not? Like, I'm so paranoid about like doing it with like you know civilians. I guess you could say. Well, I mean, why not? Uh, <laughs> as long as you're warning someone like on a content trade, like, yo, my partner's gonna be here, like. To watch this, like... I've never met anybody that's, like, really down for it, though. Have you pitched it? A couple times. I mean, I guess I could do it with civilian. I could wear a condom, too. Like, get the super, super thin condoms. Like, you can't feel it. 
I could probably hook something up, but like or go make someone get fucking tested. Yeah, I've like I've told people that it's just like if I were to even fuck you, get tested. But most guys are like, nah, never mind. It's not worth it. Anyone who says that, you don't want to fuck. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Like anyone who's like upset about the idea of testing, you don't want to fuck. Like just anyone. Like that goes for anyone. Like if someone gets offended by the idea of like, hey, you know. I'd like to have unprotected sex with you. We should get tested. And they're like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, don't fuck them with condoms at all. Just be like, I'm cool. I feel like it's it was like other guys that aren't in the industry. It's hard because a lot of them are like, oh, hey, yeah, I got tested. Send me the paperwork, all this. And they're like, oh, do I have to? It's like, so you didn't really actually get tested then. A lot of shit like I've tried in my personal life does fall through because they try to play me. It's just like, I'm... I've been in the industry going on since end of 2019. Like, I know shit. Like, you can't play me anymore. Well, and that's fucked up that they're trying to play you. Like, yeah. other people in the industry, like, they should fucking know better. Like, if there was a real producer involved, you'd have to produce real paperwork. So, why is this content trade any fucking different? Like, talent testing, they have a place in Hanford, Fresno. Um, CET has a place in Bakersfield. So, like... Places, like, it's not strictly for performers. People, civilians, can get tested. Right. Like, anybody can get tested. You don't have to have an agency to do it. They will take your money. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been a performer, but, you know, I've gotten tested at, you know, TTS multiple times. Generally around convention time. It's just like, when I get normally tested, I just go to the fucking county and get the free test. Because why? I'm not getting tested every 14 days, and I don't carry a drop 130 fucking dollars. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> but like around convention time, I generally hit TTS and like so I'm officially like here's my F buddy page like mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know you never know what's gonna happen at conventions. Definitely like, you know I have stuff like no one was like really available to do anything because they already had plans. But it's like, oh hey, just saying like I'll be in my hotel room tonight. You know, you know tomorrow. Last night it's like I don't got nothing going on. If you wanted to make me. Make a scene. I got paperwork, too, so we could fill it out. I got my passport, since I do have a shoot tomorrow. You know, we could totally figure out something, but it didn't work out. I feel like there's, because it was a smaller convention, there wasn't as many people here as, like, AVN, where there's, like, orgies going on. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like, because this is a fan convention, yeah. there were a lot more female performers. Like, you might have been able to pull, maybe pull a girl-girl scene, but, like, yeah. how much male talent was actually walking around the floor? I saw a few guys that... I've shot with and I know, but otherwise they're like helping with certain booths and they're busy. So it's like, man, I want to make a scene, but they're like, oh, hey, yeah, let's like make a scene a whole nother week. It's like, damn it. But I have to commute back in for that, man. Exactly. (laughs) I'm here now. I'm trying to get some content made. What the fuck? I got, like, my gimbal, you know, I got a bitchin'-ass hotel room, like... What kind of gimbal you got? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a gearhead, obviously. Um, let's see. I have my app for it. Um, it's the DJI Mimo. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. so, so it's a cell phone gimbal. Yeah. Okay. A little small one. Yeah, I know. But, like, handheld, it has a little, little, like, tripod. That's what I use for, like, everything. It's amazing how much content is shot on cell phones these days. I know. Like... I don't, it's, to me, it's not actual 4K, but on your new iPhones, when you make a video, can you go HD or 4K, 
I mean, it's not actually 4K, though. I mean, it technically is 4K resolution-wise, but it, the sensor is still tiny. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like it, though. <laughs> yeah, I, last thing I was on, like, I brought cameras, and they're just like, we're doing content stuff, man. I'm like, yeah, I, I know, but you asked me to shoot for you. I, I shoot with cameras, not... <laughs> Most of my actual content trade... They actually use nice cameras compared to cell phones. Some people's like, oh, hey, we can shoot on a cell phone. Other people's just like, oh, here's my camera. Like, really good content. Yeah, like, I'm not content for you. Someone's hiring me, so I'm like, yeah, I'm bringing cameras. You're paying me. I'm bringing cameras. Like, yeah. <laughs> who's who's going to accept, like, yo, we're paying you. Um, Here's my phone. Like, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I... I personally have never wanted to be a performer. I'm more than happy to, like, keep my dick for personal use. <laughs> I had a recent guest who was like, oh, I would totally want to bang you, but, like, only for my own hands. I'm like, I'm cool. <laughs> like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. That's so much nowadays. I was, like, all about, oh, hey, let's just bang out content for fans, Lee, only fans, whatever you're on. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason I've never wanted to be male town is, like, I like choosing who I fuck, and I also like want to have sex to have sex, not to yeah monetize it. Like for guys, I've noticed over the f- couple of years I've been in the industry. For me, it's like, oh hey, you know, get me in this position so I can squirt, guys. Like even when you're not doing like a full hour just fucking, like guys have to keep getting hard. It's like they have so much more to do than uh, me. <laughs> well, there's a reason that, like, traditionally, especially before, like, Viagra, Cialis, and all that shit were involved, there's only, like, a handful of dudes that were male talent. Cause yeah. There's only so many dudes in the world who are like, yeah, I can fuck that brick wall if you told me to fuck that brick wall. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what my partner looks like. I'll fuck her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a skill. Especially when you've got dudes like me standing over you, sweating on you, with holding a fucking boom or a camera. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm still able to fuck here. I'm still able to pop when you tell me to, like. It's a skill set. It's a skill Definitely. set. Definitely. <laughs> it's a skill set I do not possess, and I'm a-okay not possessing it. And then even, like, at the end of that pop shot, it's like, you have to come. It's like, how do you guys do that? I just don't get it. Well, and you have to have, like, a decent-looking load. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have some friends in male talent over the years, and, like, who... People were getting the comments, like, oh, that dude's wa- load is watery. Like, talk about <laughs> what? your... What? the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. You're talking about the content of someone's load? You're a little too into this, bro. You're a little too into this. You're like, yeah, that, that load look a little too watery for my taste. Like, can you not, like, can you not jerk off to the scene bro. if the, the, the load is not, like, cre- like, what? That's, I've never heard that before. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I saw it with my own eyes. I, like, saw it on the, the, the hub comments with my own fucking eyes. Oh, my gosh. The comments you find on there, though, sometimes are just insane. Yeah, well, I don't envy any of the fucking performers. Because I'm sure if you gain a fucking ounce or have a goddamn pimple, there's some fucking asshole fucking pointing it out. Oh, yeah. Like, I've had to, like, it hasn't happened lately. Because now, like, I'll usually put concealer on, like, pimples I have. But it's like, I've been to shoots even, or tried to, it's like, even then it's like, oh, I can put concealer on this. It's like, oh, you can't shoot. You have this pimple on your butt. It's like, most guys care about my tits. 
or what my pussy looks like, but okay. Yeah, and this, uh, I've been around long enough where porn wasn't even in full HD when I first started. Mm -hmm. And when the the transition to HD started happening, a lot of performers I know were freaking out. They're like, ah, uh, this, this isn't going to be good. Yeah. And now people are shooting shit in fucking 8K. Oh, yeah. Like, I did 5K teens uh, right before COVID, like, shut everything down. It's just like, I thought there was only 4K. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Like, who needs their pornography to, like, I don't need to see your pores. Yeah. It's not not what I'm into. Like, I, I don't need you in better resolution than you'd be in real life. I just need good camera angles. That's it. Yeah. Just like, oh, show, like, the dick going into the pussy. Like, get that specific angle that's all you need <laughs> well i don't know what are your viewing habits what do you or what are you looking for are you just me? looking for penetration when you're looking at porn i like for me i don't know why but i'm more into guys jerking off than like actual sex i don't know what it is you just want to watch some dude fucking yeah like just a dude like filming himself like i don't know why but so do you ever get like people Turning their cams on when you're camming for them and watching them jerk off? Funny thing, I need a new computer. I got my computer when I turned 18. I need a new one so I can actually update some of my settings on the cam sites I use. Because some cam sites I literally can't even use because it won't update certain settings. Like, Chatterbait, I can't even make a tip menus. Like, I can do privates on... Uh, my free cams, but I can't really cam to cam with other guys. So it's like, I'm not going to get an Apple computer this time. Those things are expensive. I'll get like something else that's Built a little in cheaper. obsolescence. Mm. Apple's all about selling you a new product next year. Yeah, exactly. Like my phone, I had a phone in 2019, lasted two years, had to buy this a while back. So it's like, it's a 12, but still that's... It would literally, like, freeze for, like, God knows how many minutes, and I couldn't even use it. So, they're all about that. <laughs> well, when we get off air, I actually have a friend selling a gaming a gaming laptop used right now that she's had for six months. So, hmm. if it's in budget, I'll connect you two, and maybe that'll help you out. Definitely. I definitely need, like, I can even hook up a webcam. I can hook up a microphone. Webcam doesn't even fucking work, so. I have to use the camera on my computer. Oh, that that's the fucking worst. And you've been doing remote podcasts with people on that fucking computer? Actually, the last, I've only, this is actually my third podcast. The last podcast I did, I did over Skype on my iPad because it's newer than my computer. That's, oh. Yeah. Sad state of affairs. And not being like the most famous girl, I'm obviously not making like, God knows what other girls make. So I'm making like, it's better than. A normal job like retail i'm making a few grand a month but still paying a mortgage you know having horses spending on gas to like go back and forth all the time it's a lot i can imagine <laughs> i can imagine yeah well hopefully we either get a sugar daddy to buy you a new laptop or yes. you buy Even one on your own car <laughs> so you know you can get your you know, fix of dudes jerking off to you yeah it's interesting. I'm not, I don't think I've ever heard of it. It's just like, yeah, I like dude solo. I know. I just, I, I actually kind of figured it out in this, like, this past year. I used to watch more of the romantic stuff, like Dane Jones, and slowly it's begin moving over to guys that are just jerking off. I don't know why, but it's like a new fetish, I guess you could say. 
Do you like to think that they're jerking off about you or just be like, oh, I just like dudes jerking off? It's, yeah, just dudes jerking off. <laughs> like when like guys are trying to like, you know, pop at the end of the scene, it's just like, they're all like, oh, I kind of need help. So it's just like totally like talking to them during talks. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, just keep going. Do that. Like it's my thing, I guess, nowadays. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No kids yeah. around here. Everybody has their fetish, you know. Yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's just one I've never, I don't think I've ever, yeah, I don't think I've ever had anyone be like, yeah, I'm just into dudes jerking off. Cause like, I know what I look like when I jerk off and like, somebody's into that. All right. That's weird. Like a lot of guys on my free cams, I'll do JOIs cause in dirty talk, kind of like that. Cause they seem to like the idea of me liking guys jerking off. Like, it's like, oh, you're jerking off to me. That's cool too. Like, wow. I can't believe you're doing that. Like, I'm so girl next door, like, kind of just, like, almost the awkward girl. So it's, like, when guys are, like, oh, my God, like, I jerk off to your videos. It's just, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you do that. <laughs> I just, sometimes I just can't wrap my head around it that guys do that to me sometimes. A lot of the time. <laughs> I mean, one would hope in the line of work you're in. Yeah. Like, guys coming up to me at the expo, the convention, it's just, like, Oh my god, I watched your porn. It's just like, oh my god, thank you. Like, when I went to AVN in 2020, nobody knew who I was because I had literally just started. But now people are like, oh my god, I came here to see you. Like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. I, I watch you on Pornhub. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe I get to actually talk to people that watch me now. It's crazy. That's gotta be a wild feeling. Oh yeah. Because I was always that ugly duckling in high school. Like, it is a proven fact, girls that are super, super skinny, like, look like a stick, usually fill out after high school. So, like, you know, I wasn't used to guys being into me when I was younger. I mean, I definitely would mess around with guys, but not like this, where they're like, oh, I watch your porn. Did like, I think about you jerking off. <laughs> you weren't used to being the object of someone's desire? Exactly, yes. <laughs> Did it start happening more for you in college, or? It was, like, uh, when I filled out, it took me a while to, like, get, like, decent-sized tits, you know, actually get an ass. So now that guys are like, oh, my God, look at you. Like, I'm not used to guys hitting on me, really. Only, like, some guys, you know, would do that when I was younger. And, like, stripping definitely helped with that, for sure. Just built your confidence up. Yeah. And, and that's why it's, like, being... Like, girls that started 18 and porn, it's just like, how do you do that? I could never have done that. I was not, like, okay with my body. I was too nervous to do it, you know. Like, stripping is definitely the perfect stepping stone for it. Like, if I hadn't done stripping, I don't know if I would have actually gotten into porn. I would have been too scared to do it. <laughs> makes sense. It makes perfect sense. But you're here now, and that's yes. the important part. Definitely. It's it's always good to have a like a little bit of like not be full on narcissistic. Be like I'm the hottest shit in the world. Like I feel like when your you know ego gets that big, that's when shit starts getting bad. Yeah, <laughs> and that goes for fucking anybody. Like you do like yeah, you know, be humbled every once in a while. Be like yeah, no, I'm still a normal person. And that's just like just being me. Being I'll always be kind of shy, so I'll always be like that. I'll never be like oh my god, like. I'm Kim Kardashian, just look at me, like, that'll never happen. 
And I'll be always like, oh my god, thank you for saying hi. You're like, thank you for watching my porn. I'll always be that shy girl for sure. So you're not the one making the first moves. Unless it's a member of Def Lover. I will like I will try, like, actually, like, I am more like able to talk to a guy instead of girls. Like I do like girls sometimes. I definitely need dick though, but I'm more shy around girls than guys. Like I could talk to a guy like no problem. Even online, that's like, you know, perfect. Like just text, you know, just talk forever on cam. <laughs> so what what's your pickup attempt for girls? Like how how are you awkwardly picking up girls? Like lead me through it. Usually I would hope they'd come to me first, but usually I'll be kind of like shy. It's like, oh my god, hi. Like, I can't believe I'm meeting you. Like, totally fangirling, usually. <laughs> like, I met Rhea Sunshine at ABN a couple years ago. And, like, I'm just like, oh, my God, it's Rhea Sunshine. Like, it was like, oh, shake, you know, I was so nervous. It's like, she's, like, so famous. She's, like, an idol to me. Like, feature dancer. Like, she's amazing. It's like, I was, like... She has, like, a million followers, two million on, like, Instagram. So it's just like, oh, my God, I only have, like, 208,000. It was insane. Did you get some? What was that? Did you get some? I wish. Why not? We took pictures, and I got a calendar from her, but that was it. <laughs> it was because it was at AVN, so it was like, she had a huge line. <laughs> but why didn't you be like, yo, let's uh, DM slide content, you know, you know, you know. See, that's my thing, like, with girls, it's so hard for me to ask, you know, compared to guys. It's like, I had a few performers come up to me that are guys today. It's just like, oh, hey, like, if you want to make content, just message me on Twitter, you know. Like, girls, it's, I would like, I can never make the first move, like, ever. Why not? Why not? I just, like, it always makes me so much more nervous. <laughs> I, like, that's been my, being, that's me, like, my whole life. I've always had more guy friends than girlfriends. Like, some of my best friends were guys, you know. I'd always hang out with guys when I was in band, it seemed like. No crazy lesbian experiences at band camp? What the hell? I've been deceived I know, on right? what band Yeah. I've been deceived on what band camp's all about. Fuck you, American Pie. <laughs> and it's also like, I'm a tomboy, so I'm not like super girly. So, like, hanging out with guys, I guess, was always easier because I was always into sports too. And, like, girls are always into the makeup. I didn't get into makeup until I started kind of stripping. I'm still not really good at it either, so. It's okay. I'm not either, so. <laughs> like, normally if I'm camming or making a video, I'll put on some, like, eye, like, or mascara, maybe a little bit of eyeliner. Well, with this, I had to put on eyeshadow, like, everything. Well, I think for 2022, we should make it a goal. You are going to be more aggressive when it comes to the ladies. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> Not hopefully. No, no, you got to put it out there. You got to project it. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get that puss. I want to, definitely. Do it. You got to do that shit. Not, not I want to. You're like, I'm going to. I'm going to get that puss. I've always been the more submissive type anyways, though. So well, yeah, I've never but, been super dominant. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying you dominate that puss, but you still get that puss. Yeah. <laughs> more content trade for sure with... Like, also with guys, but more girls, too. Because it's usually just with guys. I've only done a few girl-girl scenes. <laughs> do you want to do... I'm assuming you want to do more girl-girl scenes. Yeah, for sure. I've done, I've done a couple professional ones, but then most of the scenes I've done are content trade. But with girls, 
I definitely gotta make more. <laughs> Guys wanna see it too. They're like, oh, when are you gonna do another girl girl scene? So it's like, I have this guy guy scene I wanna post, or girl guy scene I wanna post, but not girl girl. I will try though. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, try. You gotta do that shit. You gotta make it happen. Yeah. You gotta start sliding into some DMs like, yo, I'm in town. I got this hotel room. I got a gimbal. Me, you, your vagina. Let's make it happen. For the audience, she just like took a giant slug of whiskey. She's like, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> that was I, barely anything. It was just a little bit at the end. Downplaying the drama. <laughs> Clang. All right. Getting that liquid courage. I think we should get you a DM slide on air right now. Let's find someone we can DM slide and get you to DM slide somebody. <sighs> I mean. Who, who do you want to DM slide? There's Scarlet Skies. Like, I met her yesterday and saw her right before I left today. Like. She's with ATMLA too. She's kind of been my girl crush for a little bit. Like, oh shit! I've always wanted to make content with her. She said like a while back that we should, but I'm still like I'm so scared to text her. Why? Why have you not <laughs> followed up? She said she was down. I think I don't know if like she meant a scene like professionally or like you know content trade, but. <laughs> I and mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. Either that or reach out to your agent and be like, "Yo, can we arrange some content?" Yeah, we have the same, like, we're both ATMLA, so it's like, hey, Mark, can you, like, hook us up somehow? Mark, Mark, we, I, I want to make some content. Can we do it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You should do it. Uh, I can, I'll ask her. It's like, hey, you want to make content or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, no, no, just tell her the truth. Like, I'm on a podcast right now, and the fucking host is making me do this. <laughs> making me slide into your DMs on air. <laughs> like, put me on the spot. Can you just shut him up and do content with me? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she even said it, like, the other yesterday, we are kind of, like, eyeing each other because she'd be, like, over there and I'd be over here and it's just, like, kind of look. And then she finally came up to me and I was like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. I was just, I'm just so scared to talk to you. And she's like, oh, I'm kind of like that, too. So I guess she finally got the courage to do it. I just couldn't do it. There you go. Like, uh, this seems like all green lights. Like, yeah. why are you not doing this? What, like, <laughs> what is the hesitation? I'll here? definitely have to figure out something next time in L.A. or come down for content trade with her for sure. Make that shit happen. It's only a three-hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely drew. I think, yeah, I've definitely drove more than three hours for pussy. So, yeah, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with it, in my book at least. Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's see. Um, okay. Hey, next time. Man, not even next time because my schedule's so sporadic. Like, okay. Hey. Hey. When, when's a good time for us to make content? Yeah. Hey, when's a good time for us to make content? Oh, my God. Can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> it's end? It's end? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> We're making shit happen for you. It's like, I don't know why it's so much easier for me to like hang out with guys. Always has been. It's okay. Well, this guy's peer pressuring you into getting some pussy. <laughs> like, even when I would strip, like, I always wanted, like, when girls would be at the party, it's like, I always would want to dance for the girl. But now I'm getting, like, the scenes I've done with other girls, like, you know, Christy Lynn, it's Eliza Eves, London River. I'm getting a little more comfortable with girls and doing it, but like when I used to strip and then the girls would be there, it's just like 
I'd be kind of like, hey, because like also some girls are just like, do not touch me. So I was like, hey, can I like dance on you a little bit? But I'd usually hang out with the guys more. Well, for 2022, we're just going to try to get you some pussy you want. Yeah. And all, <laughs> you know, on the DM side, you just, if someone has already reciprocated the idea, it's not like this is a risky play. Yeah. And what do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? Exactly. Like, she's done other girl-girl stuff, so. Well, and at the end of the day, what what if she said no? What's Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're getting, like, possibly paid for it. I mean, it's like, oh, let's just make some content for our OnlyFans, you know, and then the guys will pay for it. Right, but even <laughs> even if you were getting paid for hell, even if you were trying to take her out on a legitimate date, what's the end of the world if she said no? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like... Shit's not embarrassing. Like, I've definitely been struck. I'm sure you've experienced rejection before in your life. Oh, yes, for sure. I'm not someone's type, obviously, sometimes. Some guys like, you know, a bigger butt. They don't like the smaller size girls. And it's like guys, like some girls don't like guys with six packs or guys with, you know, like dad bod, I guess you want to call it. Don't I know it. <laughs> No. Like, guys are literally surprised. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're telling my type. And they're just kind of like, what? Like, oh, yes, this is my type. <laughs> guys don't expect it, I guess. Well, that sounds like their problem. <laughs> I expect to be someone's type until proven otherwise. It's like, most guys are like, how could you not want to, you know, date somebody with a six pack? You know, like, you're in porn. It's just like, it's just preference, I guess. Well, I I there are definitely dudes out there that are like into you know BBWs. They're really into BBWs. Yeah, like, exactly. There's a lot of get in where you fit in. It's it, and it's just not. It's not all just like looks. It's it's personality too. It's not that too. Yeah. There are definitely some people where I met like, oh, I would fuck the shit out of you as long as I never had to have another conversation with you. <laughs> and there's plenty of people who are like, oh shit. I'm not, like, just if I saw, like, a still of you or something like that, I'd be like, oh, that's not someone that, like, I'm, like, oh, my God, fucking raging erection, want to fuck with, like, hung out with them and it's like, oh, you are super fucking cool. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> like, there's a lot of you said, yeah, definitely in my 20s, fucking way shallow. But <laughs> as an older dude, it's like, no, 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 like, being able to stay in you, man, means a fucking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like since women mature faster than dudes, I like that happens for y'all at a younger age where it's just like Definitely. You know, a super pretty boy that sucks is just like meh. See, I guess a lot of like me liking older guys is like I want someone that's not gonna be super immature, you know. My type of things I like most guys my age don't like, you know. M the music I listen to, you know. So it's like I need I've always been like that. I could, I remember being younger and then like seeing like these older dudes on TV. I'm just like, oh my God, he's so hot. And he's like, oh, he's in his 40s. Like, that's my type. And then like in my personal life now and like being a porn star, it's just like, oh, I want to mess around with this dude. <laughs> and he's like 45, like tattoos, like dad bod it's perfect have you ever dated dude like your own age i've tried and it's never worked out why what happened um so there was this the worst thing that happened there's this 
dude, he was in the military. He was my age. I mean, he had my, like, the body type I kind of liked. He wasn't, like, the super, like, fit dude. I mean, he was fit. He still had, like, you know, a little bit of a belly. He had, like, decent arms. Got a couple tattoos. It's like, okay, we had a good relationship. Being in the military, of course, you're going to ask a girl to propose, like, marry you. You're going to propose to her, like, four months into the relationship. I need to know you a couple years, too. So it's like, um, no, we can, like, still be together, but I'm not going to marry you. And to him, that meant, I don't care if we're still together. I need to find another girl that might be my wife. And my friend and I made an account on the dating site that I met him on, and he took the bait so quick, and we totally confronted his ass. It's like, you're my age, like... You're definitely not mentally, like, you know, grown yet. Like, your brain is not fully grown whatsoever. It's, like, it's totally obvious. Like, you're trying to find a new girl for, like, that military lifestyle. It's, like, and the other guy I dated, like, he was always going off about his ex-girlfriend texting behind his back. And then he texted behind my back. So, it's, like... Guys my age do not work. Older men, they know what they want. Like, they're like, oh, I want this girl, you know. You know, I have a stable job. I have a stable lifestyle. I'm not going to, like, you know, fuck around necessarily. Maybe outside of L.A. Yeah, maybe, yeah. In L.A., uh, I'm 40. I have a roommate. I have a lot of unstable jobs. Nah. (laughs) Nah. And I am far from the exception. (laughs) But yeah, usually like older men, they're not going to be like, oh, hey, I'm going to have this side chick. They're like, oh, I want you, you know, like as long as you make me happy, you know, shit's going good. Like you're not some crazy ass woman. Like I'm not going to like cheat on you. Have you been accused of being a crazy ass woman before? When my military ex, yes. When I confronted him, he's like, oh my God, you're crazy. It's just like, no. I had my suspicions. You are obviously looking for a new wife because you want that certain military life living on base with some, like, housewife taking care of a house. You want a baby right away. Like, that's not me, bro. Do you want kids one day? That's my thing. I probably don't. Like, to me, my kids are my fur babies. I mean, there's (laughs) nothing wrong with that. Like, don't, don't hesitate and be like... Yeah. There's absolutely nothing... Like... Fuck that societal normal, like, oh, you got to, like, you know, pair off and pump out 2.5 children. Fuck that shit. Like, even my godparents are, like, they never had kids. I was, like, their kid. So it'd be, like, my sister, like, we were their kids, technically. I'll be the crazy aunt, you know, maybe a godparent to one of my friends eventually when they have kids, you know. But, like, yeah, if I were to have kids, uh... Like, down the road, I would probably adopt or, like, be a foster. I don't know if I could be a foster parent. I don't think, you know, the system would like my job. Yeah, they may discriminate against <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, same for adoption. Unless you're that, too. I'd have to get, like, another stable job outside of this. Well, the trick afterwards. is form your own production company. Like, I'm a producer. Yeah. Being a producer is A-OK. Yeah. Like, I'm self-employed. 
Like the, it's amazing how many questions people don't ask when you're like, I'm self-employed. Here's mm-hmm. my money. Exactly. But like being in the scenes, they're like, oh my God, that's crazy. But behind the camera, it's okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're like, oh, I'm not exposing the kids to anything, but I don't know. That that's very brave of you to want to like adopt or foster because like that comes with its own fucking baggage. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, there's so many kids. Like, why get pregnant when there's kids that need help? You know. I mean, I like the first part of that statement. Why get pregnant? I that has never been my thing. Like, I, I I do have baby fever sometimes, but it's not about like I need to be pregnant. It's just like, oh, that would be cool to like you know take care of this kid and help this kid. See. I'm of the opinion that no, no, it's super wouldn't. I, <laughs> I have no idea what I'd want to instill in a child these days. Like my Midwestern values that I was growing up with are, have proven to be very fucking false in the real world. <laughs> like, oh, you know, a hard day's work will be rewarded. Not necessarily. Yeah. And, you know, work hard, you will be rewarded. No, motherfucker. Like this life is so much more about who you know than what you know. Definitely. And the fact that like, Attractive people are just handed shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. That shit was never brought up when I was a kid. Same with me, for sure. But it's <laughs> fucking true. As someone who, you know, makes a living off their image at this point, I'm sure you've recognized it as you've transitioned into working off your image. Like, yeah. The amount of shit, <laughs> like, when you were a firefighter, were dudes just coming out of the blue and buying you shit? Definitely not. Like, I had guys today... Didn't even want a signature or even a picture. They're just like, oh, my God, here's, like, a few bucks. Like, just random tips. I'm just like, even in, like, stripping, it's just like sometimes you had to work for it. Compared to being in porn, there's like, oh, my God, like a new hot girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because someone else with the camera has validated you that you're hot and an object of desire. Therefore, they feel that they can throw money at you and... Get yeah. validation as well. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But that like that doesn't just happen in porn. That happens in like everyday life. How many people have like fucking just are hot on Instagram that have dudes or things just thrown at them? Oh yeah. Like being like you have to have a certain niche on like Instagram for that. Being the girl next door, I've definitely had to work for a lot of my followers compared to like the Instagram models. Well, and I'm sure those Instagram <laughs> models are not are working too. I'm not trying to discount what they have to do. Yeah. Like people don't roll out of bed looking like that. Oh, for sure. There's so much like makeup, the hair, you know. It's like I could try and do that, but I'm not that type of girl is the thing. Guys probably wouldn't like if I did that. They'd be like, what happened to the girl next door look? 100%. <laughs> 100%. But as society at large, yeah, people just throw shit at pretty people. Oh, yeah. So, like, that was never instilled in me as a child. I'm, and I'm like, I'm not sure that's a value I'd want to instill in a child. Oh, yeah. Like, I be as attractive as you like can that. at all times because people will give you shit. It seems like a shitty lesson to teach someone. Like, I never learned that as when I was a kid, like, in the 90s. So it's like, to me, like... I had to get all dolled up for this compared to, like, my normal life. It's, like, at home, never wearing any makeup, you know, at all. Basketball shorts or sweats. I always wear a band tee, it seems like. (laughs) But, like, I don't try to get pretty every day. Like, that's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. But I have, like, I had male friends, like, growing up who, like, were kind of instilled those lessons. I had one of my guys, like... 
in high school, like, would never leave the house unless he was, like, fucking done up. Like, hair, fucking clothes, like, always fucking done up. And it's just like, we had very different upbringings. Like, when I was in high school, like, even now I still don't really know how to do makeup. I would always try and, like, I tried to be girly for a while, but it was just too much work. It's just, like, eventually, like, I learned, just, like, guys like girls in band tees. I don't have to, like, try and be girly all the time. Guys like basketball shorts and tank tops with no bra, so it's, like, I'll work with that, like, be the tomboy I am, and it'll still get me somewhere a little I bit. I mean, dude, it's just, like, women that pay attention to them. It's really... Yeah. Like, you could be wearing two fig leaves, and, like, dudes would be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it helps when it's like, oh, hey, that's a band I like. Fuck yeah. Because then they feel like they have an in to talk to you. Exactly. And most guys are just kind of like, even though I'm wearing band tees, they're always like, oh, hey, you only know, like, that one, like, popular song from that band, right? And I'm just like, try me. Do you get annoyed about that shit when they're trying you like that? Sometimes it's like, oh, you must only know Pour Some Sugar on Me. You must only know Girls, Girls, Girls. It's just like, I listen to bands like that so much. I probably know songs of theirs you don't. Like, the most random songs. Like, Def Leppard and their least popular albums. I will still listen to some of those songs. And I could name them off and people would be kind of like, huh? What song is that? It's like, exactly. It's like, try me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that music is not mutually exclusive for dudes that are... Seems like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, Dawkins and, like, the bands you're into are not quite as inclusive. Like, sometimes when you see women wearing, like, full-on, like, metal, like, heavy... It's just like, oh, wow, all right. And, you know, I'm definitely guilty of it back in the day being like, yo, so, like, what are your favorite albums? yeah. And then now there are so many fucking like memes about it. It's just like, oh yeah, that is kind of shitty behavior because I wouldn't challenge some dude. But on the other hand, it's also like, I'm just trying to strike up a conversation with a pretty girl and like this is common interest. Mm. Like, and I've talked to dudes like, sometimes I'm just kind of like, oh my God, like even though Dawkins underrated, I'll talk to dudes that, you know, were in their 20s and 30s and the 80s and they're kind of like, who's Dawkins? Like, and they actually really don't know. Or, like, even if they are into, like, rock, it's still kind of like, oh, my God, like, who's that band, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, like, some guys, it's like, I'll listen to Rat sometimes. It's just like, wait, you don't have, like, vinyl or CDs or anything on your phone with them? You, like They know round and round. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, it. That was played on MTV. That's all I know. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, you are much more of a fan of that music than they ever possibly could be. Like, music, just being a drummer, music is my life. It's always been like that. So it's just like, when I find a band I really love, I dive deep into their history, for sure. Like, I will learn their names. <laughs> so any thought about getting back into, like, doing music professionally? Um, my thing is... I was a drummer. I never played drum set. It was like marching band percussion. I've. I feel like the skills will translate though. I've tried to play guitar, but for some reason it will not like click to me. But I've heard acoustic guitar sometimes is harder to learn than electric. So I just need to get myself a George Lynch guitar. You know, I mean, they're like a thousand dollars, but 
learning or on a, a sugar daddy. Yeah, learning on electric, from what I've heard, may or may not be easier. So. Well, why don't you get behind a kit if you're already a drummer? Like, I, I, de- I used, like, my band teacher, not band teacher. No, technically, yeah, he was my percussion teacher. I did lessons with him, too. He taught me a little bit about kit, but... Like, I need to buy an electric one so I can, like, keep headphones on and not annoy anybody where I live. Fuck them. Sure. <laughs> like, they're not going to let you have, you know, cam while everyone's house. They've got to put up with the drums, one or the other. And like, you have five acres. You could go build a shack somewhere on yeah. your land. And, like, but in electric drum sets, like, they're so much easier to, like, push into a corner. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. Like, the Definitely. hits are different. The tone's different. Yeah. Nah, you gotta get, you gotta get the real deal. I want to learn guitar more. Like I tried piano a long time ago. I can never get bass clef. Like treble clef's easy, but bass clef I can never get a handle on it. But guitar, like I'd almost need to actually get a teacher, like I had when I was younger for playing drums. Honestly, teacher would definitely help. Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> it's all about the money, though. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you can find some college student who's Probably. pretty talented and be like, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Do it. It's like you need someone like, so George Lynch, like a lot of these guitarists from 70s, 80s, like 60s, they don't know music theory. Like to get a decent teacher that knows about music a lot, you need to know a little bit about music theory to like really teach someone I feel like. <laughs> I'm sure you can find someone who has some music theory who will teach you guitar. I want to, for sure. My, I think that's going to be a New Year's resolution for me is, like, finally, you know, like, when I'm not camming or not in L.A. Oh, no, do it while you're in L.A. Find a guitar. True. There are probably 100 guitar teachers down here. Because, like, doing solo videos doesn't take too long, so it's like... Just take the time, even watching TV, just practice guitar. Right. Diddle yourself, <laughs> diddle the guitar. Mm-hmm. There you go. My mom's self-taught. Like, she's always said, because she's self-taught, it would be hard to be a teacher. But she's like, like, you could, you know, eventually do it. Like, but sometimes it's just hard to get through that breakthrough, you know, being self-taught, I guess. <laughs> well, then, I mean, I would feel like getting a, like, a teacher that's not, a family member probably the way to go because like that if, too, yeah. If you're paying them and it's frustrating, like it's a whole different power dynamic versus like this is my fucking mom. I got to put up with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like if we get into a fight, we're gonna have to talk about this shit over dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and learning music can be fucking stressful. Definitely. Like I remember, like I've been in percussion, like doing drums since like sixth or seventh grade. But when I first was learning how to do eight notes, sixteenth notes, all that shit, it was definitely stressful. But now it's like riding a bike. I can just, I have a practice pad. I still have a practice book, drumsticks. So it's like anytime I want to practice, it's just like not even that. I could still do like practice on this table if I wanted to with like a set of sticks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there you go. I think you should get a real kit. I mean, get obviously get in the guitar if that's what you want to do, but... I think you should get a real kit. Like, y'all, hot fucking girl drummer. (laughs) Bands will be like, yeah, yeah, we got money for that. Learn a bunch of, like, you know, Mick Brown sets, Tommy Lee sets, you know. Funny thing, people don't believe me, 
another reason I'm probably so into 80s is my mom grew up next to Tommy Lee, pretty close. And when Motley was starting to get into a band, my uncle would like tell me the stories of here some dude trying to scream into the garage. And um, Vince Neil had the same band teacher as my mom. So did your mom fuck Tommy Lee? I wish, but no. You sure? <laughs> you ever asked her? Oh, she definitely didn't. That was not her style. But she knew like, like who they were. And like my grandpa told me a couple stories too about it because he used to work from home when they lived in Glendora. So it's just like, that's crazy. Like my favorite genre of music, my mom, like, and my grandpa kind of grew up like next to that. Like they live next to that. It's insane. That's fucking wild. And like my mom, she somehow found this documentary about Motley on, um, like YouTube, and she's like, "Oh my God, this was my band teacher, and he was doing an interview about you know the band." It was just like, it was insane. It's just like I can't believe that was her band teacher because I remember looking at her yearbooks and it's just like, "Oh, that is him." Oh my gosh, it, insane. It's so crazy to think like all these crazy superstars fucking all came from somewhere. Yeah, like they weren't. Most of them were not born famous. Some people definitely, definitely were, but yeah, a lot of them were like, "Oh no, came from somewhere." And, like, had to come up and fucking... Exactly. It's fucking wild. It's Like, you look at Nikki Six. He had, like, the craziest childhood. And then to get where he is now, so it's like, oh, my gosh, that is insane. Like, you know, living with his grandparents, always moving, you know, moving out, moving to L.A. when he was super young. It's just insane. I can't wrap your head around it sometimes. Well, and I'm, it's a bummer because... That era of L.A. will never be back. Like, mm-hmm. all in all, like, I feel like this is a, a shit town for a starving artist these days. Oh, for sure. Like, everyone still is like, oh, come to L.A. to get big, whatever you want to do. Instagram, YouTube, all that. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you can literally, like, do that anywhere you kind of live now. You can come here sometimes, but you don't necessarily have to live here and, like, you know, basically be in debt. Because you can't afford the shitty ass apartment, because it's a, like twelve hundred dollars a month. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. On one hand, like there's nowhere else in the states I would rather live than LA. Like I love living here. I could never leave California. Like this is my whole life. You know, LA being my second home. Like, sure, like I loved surfing in Hawaii when I went with my family a few months ago. But it's like Venice. Is where I learned I could never not surf there. Like Santa Cruz, like I love Santa Cruz. Like I can never leave. Like I want to live in Alaska, but why? I, I love Alaska. Like I love, you know, being in the middle of nowhere. You know, I love the mountains, but I still have that beach girl in me. I just never leave. I don't. I mean, think. I believe Alaska technically has beaches. Technically. Yeah, I mean, I heard of surfing there, but like. I don't need a six millimeter wetsuit. Like I prefer like my four millimeter one or my bikini. You know. Yeah, I feel like that'd be some cold water. Oh, cold yeah. Cold fucking water. Mm-hmm. And like, what is under the ocean there compared to like a nice sandbar out here? You know, like what's out there is kind of creepy. I have no idea. I, <laughs> I'm honestly ashamed to admit this. I've never been in the Pacific. I've never actually stepped foot in the Pacific. Really? And I've lived here for better part of a decade. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. I have just never bothered. 
I, I guess like it's also like family going up like literally Venice Beach I can bike to the beach so it's like you know down to the pier so it's like I mean a lot of people don't like to swim in the ocean because of sharks me I know they're out there but like even then it's just like I don't ever think about it I'm just like I just want that wave <laughs> I mean at the end of the day that the likelihood of getting eaten by a shark is pretty fucking low. Yeah. I mean, it happened in Morro Bay a few weeks ago, but, like, you never hear about shark attacks, honestly. Well, but... You're more likely going to get in a car accident. Exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, one person, one fucking person was bitten by a fucking shark. Yeah. Out of how many thousands of people in the ocean. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. It's just one of those things where, like, I don't know, I've just... Every time I've gone to the west side, it's like, oh, I'm going to be drinking somewhere. Like, I'm not just... <laughs> Going in the ocean. But I also grew up in Chicago, and I yeah, I think I haven't been in Lake Michigan since the 90s. Woo. I mean, I've actually, like, those are like mini oceans up there. I've seen people surf. Even Tahoe, you get windy enough, I've seen people surf there. Like, videos, you know, out, like, east, you know, it's insane. Ain't quite the same, but yeah, I'm sure people do it. Super cold. You need a thick wetsuit because obviously it snows a ton up there. But still, it's like surfing on a lake. It's literally a mini ocean. It's insane. Oh, yeah, especially the Great Lakes. They're not small. They're yeah. Small. I went there. I went to Ohio to see some family friends years ago. We, I'm sorry. We went like over to whatever lake it was, like traveled over there. And just to be out there, it's just like you can't like Tahoe. You can see the other side. It's a big lake. But the Great Lakes, you can't see nothing. And it's like, wait, am I back in California, like, at an ocean or something? Like, or am I in Massachusetts at an ocean? Like, it's insane. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty fucking big. They are pretty fucking big. It's, yeah, you definitely, even on a clear day, are not seeing from yeah. Illinois to Michigan across yeah, Lake exactly. Michigan. It's, you have, like, cargo ships out there. It's just yeah. kind of like, what the hell? Like, that's blows my mind. <laughs> Why they're like big industrial centers in the Midwest just because of the Great Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> like if there weren't those bodies of water, there would not be major cities there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how, you know, human civilization has come together purely based on large bodies of water. Seriously. Like, and then like, I, funny thing, speaking of that, I saw a TikTok video, like just a random TikTok video of this big ass cargo ship. Like, oh, hey, it's winter, like, the lake, whatever lake it was, it's actually super calm, even though it could be looking like an ocean with huge swells, and people are, like, in the comments, it's like, oh, my God, how did Vikings do this, you know, like, it's like, yeah, that's just a lake, just imagine the actual oceans. <laughs> yeah, people fucking died doing that shit. Yeah. They died a lot. My family's a descendant of Vikings, I'm just like, look at us now, that's insane. Like, we're descendants of that. How did we go from that, you know, to this? Because we live in one of the easiest times it has ever been to be alive. True, yeah. (laughs) Like, the people bitching about, like, oh, I had to stay at home. It's like, could you imagine doing this shit in 1918? I fucking couldn't. Mm Mm-hmm. There was no Netflix. All your options for, you know, the pandemic in 1918 were like, fuck, drink, and read books. That, oh my God, that still sounds like me, though, like... I will literally have the TV on as background music or like not even like just background sound and I'll be reading a book because that was my escape in high school. Like I 
didn't do my homework a lot. I was always reading. But it's funny, like, a lot of times, even on TV, I'll throw on music videos. Just like, oh, I'm watching a music video on a 58 screen instead of my tiny phone. What are you watching? I mean, what are you reading? What are you reading? Um, right now, I'm reading The Heroin Diaries by Nikki Six. You know, pretty fucking cool to, like, have documented shit of, like, I mean, it's still sad of, like, when, you know, he was, like, you know, on heroin and, like, ODing and, like, totally strung out. But it's, like, actual stuff he's written down when he's strung out. It's, like, insane to read. And, like, the lyrics he's written, like, he has original lyrics in there. It's, like, amazing. Nice. Nice. That is good shit. <coughs> oh, don't die. I just got tickled my throat. I'm going to die right now. Shit. <laughs> oh, I've never lost a stick, but I guess this is the first. Okay, we're good. You sure? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to die on me? No. You promise? Definitely. <laughs> You're certain? Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced, Courtney. So, <laughs> actually, good. we're going to call last call on this motherfucker before Courtney dies on me. <laughs> Can't have this shit on camera. What time is it anyways? Ooh, we've been talking for a while. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Oh, my gosh. Courtney, where, where can they find you on the things? Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at underscore court XOXO underscore. It's Courtney with a K. Most of my other usernames are court XOXO without the underscores. And then I have my all my links dot com slash court XOXO that literally has everything on it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Be sure to check Courtney out. She's making the pornographies and the content. Hopefully more girl-girl content coming very fucking soon. Hopefully we get her an answer to that DM slide. you got to update me on that when that happens. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but in the meantime, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer, patreon.com slash Matt Slayer for the Patreon exclusive content and all that fun shit. And actually, we may set up a camera and see if Courtney can carry me as dead weight <laughs> as exclusive content real quick. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter and Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>